Welcome back to another episode of Being an Artist is Fucking, fucking killing, killing Me. me. I'm Rainy. I'm Corinne. And thank you guys for listening. We have two shows to tell you about this week. Yes. The one that we've been talking about that Rainy and I are both in, Telling Giselle, which will be at York University. By Patricia Allison, who's an award-winning choreographer, and it's a free fucking show. Yeah. All you have to do is pay for your um, pass up to York University. Right. Which, if you're like us and you TTC everywhere anyways, it's you probably have a monthly pass and you probably don't pay every time you get on, maybe, hopefully. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> and Go it, to the show. <laughs> yeah. It's free. Patricia's amazing. And it's beautiful. Yeah. We might be being biased a little bit, but it's beautiful. Um, another show happening next week is by Samuel Tans, um, Mindful. It's happening at Danceworks, um, 7th to 9th, and it's at 8 p.m. So everyone go listen. Go listen. Sorry. Everyone go see it. <laughs> um, funded by Toronto Arts Council. And uh, congratulations to Samuel Tans. Yeah. This um, week. This week we have Mateo, who I love. <laughs> Little angel. Feeling very thankful that he had the time to come back on with us. Yeah. He's so lovely, and he really talks about his role in this community and how it's evolutionized from when he started at TDD to how it is now. Yeah. And what he's working on. So let's go. Take a listen. Thank you. Hi, I'm Mateo. Mateo Galindo Torres. I make a point of both last mm-hmm. names. A male and female. My mom's Torres and she's, yeah. So Mateo Galindo Torres. Uh, I am the artistic director. It's a weird role because I don't think... I have this thing called Huecha Huadicha, which is kind of the home or new home for my choreographic work and my dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a weird... like it's, uh, it's me. It's a company, but it's, but it's not a company. It's, it's something weird. I'm trying to define <laughs> what it is, whether it's a, like a persona or, it's, a, or it's, it's just a name that I'm putting on, right. on top of my choreographic work. Right. Um, and I'm born in Colombia, based in Toronto, dance artist. Uh, I love multidisciplinary work and I love collaboration. Um, yeah, that's me. Um, let's like jump right into and talk about this movement quality class that you're developing. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Tell us about where it's striving from, where it's originating, what's inspiring you about it. That's a very difficult question because mm-hmm. I'm, I feel very lost mm-hmm. in it. Um, I have a lot of questions about what I'm doing. I'm not fully certain. It comes, it comes, like, I guess a lot of the work that I'm doing, and, and you know, like, it comes very instinctual. Like, I'm, I'm trying to connect with, with the instinctual part of me or the instinctual dance that comes from me, and, and I'm realizing that, um, um, that this that instinctual dance has a lot of roots in my Latin American backgrounds. Uh, oh, surprise, surprise! Mm-hmm. Uh, um, <laughs> you know, like like dancing with my mom, going to the club, like dancing salsa with her, and mm-hmm. and having that away paje thing, like that kind of flavorous Colombian Latino thing, and and I'm making a point of kind of like be proud of it or reclaim it in a way that I've mm-hmm. I've never done before that for some reason I always had this idea of the modern ballet world as a higher right. type of art dance form or whatever uh, I mean not for some reason that's kind of the the 
Um, it's kind of what you're told. Yeah, right? like that's that's, that's kind of what what, you, what you're this told. This is as, beauty, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to aspire to mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Like like like, and I, and I still like now. I still have conversations with a lot of my ballet friends who say like, um, the base of all dance is ballet, or. You know, and, and I'm like, mm, I don't know anymore. I used to believe that, right? I used right. to believe that, um, that like I had that mentality when I was a full-on bond head. I would think dancer. the base of dance is social dance. Yeah, it's cultural and social dances. I I think that it depends on what you want to do, and I I like I'm I'm not I'm I'm really shying away of having like. Um, all and beyond statements that this is what it is. Mm-hmm. I think that it all depends on what you're interested in, right? Because there is, there is a huge value on, on the uh, classical, but, but like the ballet uh, teachings and, and the whole performing aspect of it, and the lines and the cleanness and the preciseness. Um, but but it falls short in many other aspects that social dancing is, is good for and. Um, like if, if we actually want to look at the history of dance, yeah, dance started as a, as a, as a ritual act, right? Dance started as a way of um, like celebrating the crops or, you know, celebrating the gods, celebrating the rain, making the rain. You know, that's where like our desire of movement came from. Uh, if we want to call that the base of dance. But in the performing arts, I think it all depends on what you want to create, what you're interested in, mm-hmm. I think. So yeah, going back to, to my movement quality or the class that I'm trying to develop, is I, I really want to harness everything that I've uh, learned that is relevant to me right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, there's, I'm very interested in this idea of uh, the, the ritualistic aspect of dance and, and dance as, a, as an experience that moves us uh, and like literally and, and like, uh, philosophically or meth- metaphysically, is that a word? Yeah, yeah sure. sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, spiritually, yeah, spiritually. Yes. Um, and, and, and I think dance is a, has a powerful, uh, has a, powerful power like for that like to do to be able to do that to move us in that those aspects so i'm really interested in that um i'm interested in the um, in the flavors of my background and mm-hmm. and that type of um sensitivity uh and i'm also interested in in very specific and clean physicality clean physicality that comes from the, or, or that I know from the ballet and the modern technique that has very specific uh, um, shapes and forms and, and like and, you know so it's a it's that it's like a like a smoothie of all this shit you yeah. know like put it all together <laughs> and see what comes out right. I, I don't know how it's gonna look like I have um, I have ideas um, I think. <clears throat> okay, I, well, I do, I do know some things. I, I know that I have, there are three main uh, aspects of the, the work that I want to do. Uh, one that is technique, per se, or is a much more structure-specific movements that are, are, are meant to develop um, specificity and, and develop a, a clarity in movement. That's one side. The other side is an improvisational uh, a way of 
harnessing this uh, specificity and then letting go free and and see how that uh, um, resonates with the body and what that creates. And the other part is our partner work. Mm-hmm. And for the partner work, uh, I'm interested in like, I've done a lot of contact improv and so that's a lot of part of it. Uh, I've been dancing with the cages for a very long time and I'm KJ certified now, so I do all the elevation things. Uh, but I'm also very interested in the social dances from from my people per se, for the like mm-hmm. the, the salsa mm-hmm. dancing, the 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 grooving together. Uh, so that's kind of on the partnering side what I'm what I'm thinking. Um, what do you think it is about um, us as we get older, we become more interested in our roots? Because like when I was, you become more interested in your roots in terms of like where you've come from, your heritage, your ancestors, what kind of makes you you, but why mm-hmm. is it that happens kind of near our 30s? Well, yeah, I, like I don't know, I don't know if that's a, it's a matter of age. I would say it's more a, perhaps a, like the social political environment we live in currently. Okay. That is so aware of uh, uh, people's identity and we're trying to be much more respectful of of being welcoming to all different possibilities. And mm. and like, um, you know, we've like sadly, or we've been under the cloud of a, a quite white, uh, a perception of the world, like your Eurocentric idea of what what's better, right? Uh, and the and the discussion is shifting into allowing all the different um, experiences to be equally valid, right? So, right. so from that perspective, I think that we all are being more aware uh, about connecting with our roots in that sense, and and um, and somewhat fine who you be, where you belong or where you come from and be mm-hmm. proud of that identity rather than try to rather trying to become something like grab something that is foreign to you mm-hmm. try to find where that comes from and i think is is um it's a healthy consequence or a um oh, words english uh, <laughs> uh, a symptom symptom right. of the of the of the social environment we live in that's that's i mean this is uh, what i'm coming up with mm. right at this second and what, <laughs> I'm, what i what i think it is right. uh, more than than an age thing is is more of a of the environment we live in and we're responding to that by by questioning what we believe in and then and then harnessing what really would really belong to i think right i right. think i think yeah. it also has a little has something to do with trying to understand mm-hmm. who you are, maybe where you're going. Also relating with a different community. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I, I, I think that slowly, or at least, at least in the environment that, that we live in, in this artistic environment, we're always uh, questioning this idea of, of identity or, or aesthetics or things that we choose or we follow as as the right choice as the as the thing to do as the as the measure and stick and by questioning it then we have to redefine what that is and one way of that we're dealing with it is I think by connecting to our roots so where we come from right, right? Mm-hmm. 
that that process of decolonization that is so uh, that's what people talk about a lot in the POC community, mm-hmm. like decolonizing our art, decolonizing uh, yeah. our perspectives. You mm-hmm. know. Right. So yeah. Um, so you're feeling very lost in this process of I think, trying to decide what you want to do. Yeah, it is. So, so that's kind of the the so the slippery slope or the of the catch twenty two of um, uh, questioning and yeah. and trying to redefine is then then you have to redefine, and because the things that you thought were the right answer are not no longer so, so so then you have to do that process of of reshaping what you believe in and then and then it becomes it becomes scary it becomes scary because there's no answers that are given to you you have to find answers within yeah uh, and, and and i think that's also part of what, answers what, that are given to your opinions most of the time too yeah well, well yeah and like 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 i think i think we all uh, i don't know what, what i was reading this i think as a uh, in as, as a species um, in order for survival we depend on the community in, in order to be able to uh, exist in a community, we need to belong. So if everyone in my community likes grapes and I don't, and somehow because of that I'm do not, I will not belong to that community, then, then, then I need to make sure I can, okay, no, but grapes are the good thing. So I, then I have to grab the grape and I have to l- like it to be able to belong, especially be, right. so, you can, so you can have be part of something. Mm-hmm. And that goes with belief systems, uh, you know, like religion or uh, cultural uh, backgrounds or the things that a society would decide that is the, the thing that we all do and, and in order to belong that we all do that, you know, like um, high heels, makeup, uh, ties and suits and, and men with short hair and women with like beautiful uh, style hair, you know, and like all these things. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. <coughs> I think all the, all these things are social construct that we've uh, developed, and and then in order to belong, we uh, just assume them as as the answer for us. And in the process of questioning these things, then you ha- you're forced to redefine, and then you you're in a place where like, oh, I don't know what's what. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. I think it's a, I think it's a healthy process. Mm-hmm. It's is difficult. It's difficult. Right. Um, it would be easier easier just to be. Yeah. Ignorant mm-hmm. and continue on and not question anything and just be like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do and this is how I'm yeah. supposed to look and. And and at the same time, like, if you do the questioning and then you decide, you know what, but fuck it, I do want to wear high heels and wear makeup and have my hair like this, then go ahead, you know, like right. this. Yeah, I, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think that that following mainstream is wrong, you know? No. I think <laughs> I have, a, I have a, a, a difficulty with what I'm about to say because it's so trendy and so annoying. <laughs> but, uh, but this idea of mindfulness, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's so freaking trendy, and I'm like, ah. But 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 there's there's there's, <laughs> yeah, a, the, yeah. the, 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 there's a lot of value in that in that like doing the thing 
that we do every day. But being thoughtful being about, thought your cho- uh-huh. about your choices exactly. and how your choices affect other people. Exactly. Right? And, and where they're coming from. And, yes. And then coming to terms with it and then wearing the makeup and wearing the high heels and like Cut. own it and, yeah, and be proud of it. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's nothing wrong with it. No. You know? I mean, it's bad for your posture and your skin gets all broken down, but you look pretty. <laughs> if that's what you like, you know. Those well, two hours of you feeling pretty before your makeup cracks <laughs> off is bon appetit. Yes, yes. yes. And, 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 and it's funny, like I said it, I said it in a, like a jokey, uh, judgmental way, yeah. but we all do that. I have tattoos, right. you know, mm-hmm. and tattoos are really bad for your skin. They're freaking cool. <laughs> you know, so. How many with, tattoos do you have? I, I have three sections of tattoos. I've gone under the needle. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. Seven That's times. That's a lot. Yeah. I love them. It's painful. It's, it's weird. It's very <laughs> weird because you, you, you pay a lot of money to get a lot of pain on you. Yeah. And, and, and then hopefully come up with something you like. Do you see, are there ones that you got when you were younger that you see changing as you get older? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But, but I don't mind them, you know, like I'm... It's almost like a badge, right? A little bit. Like a little you know? bit. Like, like, fuck yeah, I did this thing. I'm, I, I want to develop it. And yeah. So in a way, it's also like a, like a little metaphor of in my mind for, for life, like, I do, not be, I do not believe I am the same as, as I was 10 years ago, whatever. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am uh, an evolution or a shift or a, or a development of that thing. So when you see it in a tattoo that, that, in my case, you get something and 10 years later you're not so happy with it and then you go back and you evolve it to something else. Or that's what I'm doing with my, with my, my ink. Mm-hmm. Like I, every time I go back is for the things that I have to evolve somehow, and and, and I enjoy that process. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's kind of like a metaphor for growing, right? Yeah, yeah. Getting older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So you had applied for a residency with the National Ballet yes. to get space to mm-hmm. work on this, right? Yes. Yes. So, the irony. <laughs> it's, it's, that's what I was thinking. It's like, does it feel ironic that it's like? A ballet school <laughs> that is giving you space to do something completely different. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> uh, it's really funny. Yeah, it is. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, the, the the thing is, I do not like. I do not think that I'm necessarily rebelling to all my ballet training. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm. It's not that I'm saying like ballet sucks and you should never do that. No, I, like I think that there's there's huge value on the. On the rigor and the and the technique mm-hmm. and the uh, you know like it's none of it's easy. Yeah, no, none of no. dance is easy. No matter what you think is this, it's all hard. Yeah. And and I'm incredibly grateful for my ballet past and my Cuban training, my screaming teachers. You know, like <laughs> I, I'm very grateful because they did develop a lot of skills in my body mm-hmm. that that I think are a big part of why I am a successful performer, quote-unquote successful, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, but that rigor, that training gave me skills that I'm now using. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I'm negating that. It's just I'm reshaping the values that we put to certain things. Uh, 
just to put it very explicitly, uh, turnout is not the right way of doing it, but it's a way of doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. So just reval just revaluing that thing. Mm -hmm. Or pointed feet and stretched legs and long legs is not a, it's not necessarily the right way, but it's not the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Just a way. And if it works for you, do it. If that's what you like, and that's what uh, you know, uh, tickle your nickel. <laughs> whatever you know like do it. yeah if you like long lines and beautiful shapes and that's do that you like it yeah same like the same with makeup same with tattoos just do it consciously right and and be aware of of what it creates as well you know i think i think that that is important that we're all we're aware of of the consequences of our actions, both personally and also in the in the things that we create in our society or the and the imagery that we create in our society. Um, so, yeah, like like what people get from what you're doing. Okay, well, that's also very difficult to always think about, and sometimes you don't need you need to actually don't think about it and just do it mm -hmm. for you. Um, but if you're constantly putting the same dancers on stage doing the same thing looking the same way you got it that's exactly what i mean right then that's exactly what, what I mean. you're saying about dance is something very specific that's exactly right? what i mean right? when, when you have very only uh, certain shapes certain body types certain yeah. color uh, on a stage then then there's no space for difference mm -hmm. right right um and like as long as there's space for all the different shapes, colors and flavors, then if you want to work only with tall, skinny, beautiful turnout by dancers, then, then do it. Mm -hmm. But I think there should be enough space for everyone. And that's kind of the thing that we're right now trying to balance better. Right. Which I also think that's why we're all coming down to our roots on who we are try to stop trying to be the thing that we were told to be and more about who I am and how can I evolve myself from where I am with the body that I have, with the past that I have and how far can I get from it, defining my own standards of beauty, my own standards of, uh, of aesthetic and my own uh, <clears throat> uh, like development and rigor, mm -hmm. you know? Right. So yeah, that's yeah. So that's why I'm a little lost. I mean, there's so many things to consider all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is can be overwhelming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Being lost is not always a bad thing either. No. It just means that you're I don't searching. Think so. I don't think being lost is a bad thing at all. Yeah, it just means that you're. It's scary. Okay. Yeah. It is yeah. uncomfortable. <clears throat> um, but you also know that it's most likely temporary, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> so funny, I, I watched um, uh, Christopher Robin on when it was in Banff. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> like Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> and I think the quote that I'm getting, like, I, like they said, something comes from nothing. Right. Doing nothing sometimes arrives to something. And in a way, like the same, when, when you're lost, that's where you're fine, mm -hmm. you know? 
If you already found something, you're not going to find anything. Right. But if you allow yourself to be lost, you will find something. Right. Yeah. yeah. When's the last time in your career as a dancer did you feel lost besides this right now? Hmm. I think, I think when I arrived to Toronto was when I, uh, yeah, when I arrived to Canada, like before, before I arrived to Canada, uh, I'm still quite an assertive type of person, uh, but my teenage, younger 20s, I was more of a, I know it all kind of assertive kind of guy. Right. Like, <laughs> this is what dance is. This is what you should do. And if you do it a other way, it's wrong. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, and, and when I arrived to, um, to Canada and, and I went to TDT and I got all my beliefs shaken and, and, I, was, and I was shown that, yeah, turn out and pointed feet and is something, is a way. But shaking and putting your tongue out and screaming is also something. Right. That's when I was like, oh, oh, fuck. What, what yeah. do I know? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and, but, but, but then, but then, like, as a, as a performer, uh, I, I cannot take pride of trying to accommodate the, the desires of the choreographer and whatever they're trying to do as the thing that we're doing. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to come up with the answers. I just needed to f- meet the answers that the choreographer is giving to me, mm-hmm. uh, which is a little less nerve-wracking. Right. Now when you have to provide the answers as the choreographer, as the t- <laughs> that's when I'm like, oh my God, do I, do I, do I, do I tell these people? <laughs> do I, have, I have no idea. What am I going to tell them? I'm oh. a liar. I'm a but fraud. I think that's I okay to think. say. Yeah, no, 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 no I, I, don't I do, know. Right. I, I do believe yeah. that the people I trust the most are the people that are, are able to tell me, I don't know. Yeah. I'm a little lost. Uh, let's keep trying. Yeah. I, have a, I have a beautiful memory working with Karen Kaja. Uh, she was trying to do this kind of solo on me and she was saying she, she told me like i don't know it's just i don't know what i don't know what's missing i don't know what to say i don't know how to direct you i just i just don't know that it's not quite working but how does that make you feel as a performer when oh happens? super fine super fine when, really? when, the, when the choreographer tells me like i don't know i don't know where i'm going I don't, okay. you know like th- th- there was there was like there was a clarity of like there's there's a difference between like oh you're not Right. Doing what I want, you're not getting it. Right. Versus like, uh, I'm not sure. I'm I'm lost. Right. Right. It's not quite there. I don't know what's missing. Mm-hmm. Versus, what what are you doing? Like, why is that not working? Like, you're not doing it right. Like, there also, she was like taking the responsibility of for course, it. Right. She of was course. like, I am not sure. Not like, what you know. What I, she was like yeah. taking it on herself. Yeah. And 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 I'm like, great. Right. Let's keep trying. Right. Let's keep trying. Let's keep seeing what, what we find. Right. And I'll try other things and mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's why I took that as, a, as something that I do as a choreographer myself, is like share my, my unknownness, my lo- being lost with, with whoever I'm working. And, like, and also sometimes 
like allowing that also allows the people I'm working with to come up the answers that I don't come up with myself. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes the answers they come up with are actually better than mine. Yeah, totally. That's just, you know, this is part of the thing. I I I believe that leadership is is that, or like good leadership is that. It's not telling people what to do. It's listening to them and allow them and direct them to do what they're really good at and really harnessing their great ideas. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, some people believe that, uh, and I, under- I can understand why, but some people believe that retaining information from their dancers or from their performers is, uh, is a good idea because um, if you give them too much information, then they might make choices right. away from what they're looking for. Uh, like, for example, if you're directing a dancer, uh, give them physical uh, directions versus the emotional of what you're seeing, per se. Like, like if your yeah. dancer is doing arm circles and as a choreographer, what you see is desperation. Uh, some people think that by telling them desperation, they're going to lose and they're going to add face. something else yeah, on top of right. it, people which I understand that, yeah. that uh, perspective. However, I choose to say what you're doing makes me feel like there's some desperation in the piece and, and I really feel it. Mm-hmm. However, I want you to keep doing what you're doing uh, and not try to meet the desperation, but just stay true to the task that I'm putting onto you. But I want you to know what your task is creating in me. And I think that uh, in my case, whenever I'm told, it empowers my task and I'll do it more committedly because I understand that it has a purpose. Right. It's not just a task for the sake of task. Sometimes, sometimes you, you can trust, like, de- like depending on who you're working with, if you really trust the, the choreographer you're working with, I don't need to know. Mm-hmm. I trust that whatever the task is, is creating a... a um... I think it's also important to like, for a choreographer to tell you how your choices are impacting the piece, though. Yeah. I think so too, and 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 also the the, the thing that I that I've I've found is by sharing different perspectives and different directives, uh, people grab what makes more sense to them. Okay. Yes, you know, yeah, yeah. Totally. Like if if I tell something physical is not working, but I said inspiration and it works, then right. yeah, grab that and use that. Mm-hmm. You know, or but if I just give the same task and it's not working. Well, perhaps try something different. Perhaps yes. say something different. Mm-hmm. Yes. If I keep saying stronger, stronger is not working, it's like mm. that's not connecting. To that's your not connecting exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so finding ways of connect with different people is also important. That's why I choose to share openly uh, mm-hmm. what works and then empower people to pick and choose right. and whatever works. If I if I say if if when I say like feel sadness and it doesn't work for you at all, then don't go there. Right. Mm-hmm. Just keep the physical action. Whatever. Yeah. You're consistently working in this community as a dancer. Would you say that? Yes, I would say that. Yes. Yes. It's funny. Like, funny enough. Yes, it's, that's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm thankfully consistently. Going, thankfully, hope never stops. Knock on yeah. wood. Um, uh, but there's this horrible mentality that I'm like. Somehow it's not enough. 
Right. Yeah. You know, somehow. But then you look at your calendar and you have no days off. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but like, then you question, is it working in the right ways? Which is a whole other <laughs> realm of possibilities to get into. You know, and and yeah. uh, there's all, like many, many things that I'm always considering money, artistic fulfillment, my artistic direction, right. what am I doing, like whatever the way I choose this life, what am I Where's working so Where's my 401k? So, hard, you know? <laughs> like, so, so yeah, like it is a fact yeah. that I'm thankfully going um, gig after gig, uh, right. different things. I, I, I always say this, I think I'm gonna start doing it a little more actively becoming more picky about the things I want to work yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, work is work. Right. Right. And yeah. you got to pay the bills. Right. Yeah. And uh, where I was going with that comment was that you're consistently working now. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about the times when you just graduated and you weren't consistently working and you were looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. And you are actively just taking anything that you could grab, and how that transformation has so, happened. So, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very lucky and very privileged in many ways because I, pretty much right after school, I started, the uh, like, snowballing, mm-hmm. like, like I started going, but it was because while in school, I was constantly already looking for stuff right. and I was already doing stuff. So while in school I work uh, with Pamela um, Rashback in Typecast when that, right. that, that existed and I did uh, a show by Hannah Keel. I also did the product in Summer Intensive. Uh, so I was actively uh, trying to do stuff uh, and I did a lot of things that I'm not... Uh, not proud of, <laughs> if that's the right way of putting it. Like, no, like, it was like, yeah, I did that. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, like, I'm very thankful because I learned mm-hmm. that that's not what I want to do. Right. You know? Did TDT implement that motivation, even though you're in school, you should be looking for other things? Or mm-hmm. that come no, from no, somewhere I think else? That, I, th- I think that came from me. That came from mm-hmm. me. Well, but it's also like, I came to Canada with the idea of, I am gonna get hired in a ballet company, and right. I wanna, you know, that was that was my my plan A. So I was already with that mentality that I wanna get a job, mm-hmm. right? right. Uh, and my plan B was to start a contemporary dance. So when when I auditioned for the National Ballet of Canada and I realized that I wasn't tall enough, or uh, and, and 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 like <laughs> it's like the the little bubble of. Um, I'm so amazing, I want to be hired right away, I got burst. Um, <laughs> uh, and and, and, and I, went, I went to school, which was the best thing that could have happened to me, like, honestly. Uh, but I was, like, I was constantly trying to get, right. get in there, right? right. And I, I say lucky and privileged because I'm also a guy. Right. You know, like, uh, penis points is a real thing. There's not that many... Uh, um, there's not as many male dancers as female dancers, right. and male dancers can get away with being less. How to put this in a politically correct way? Um, less capable, mm-hmm. less talented, less, less driven. Less driven. Yeah, male dancers can can. Right. We, yeah, we 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 can get away with a bunch of shit that a female dancer cannot right. at all. 
right? Female dancers would be overlooked. Mm-hmm. They, oh, you didn't answer your email fast enough. I'm not going to check in with you. I'm just no. going to ask someone else. No. Yeah. And we've talked about this a little bit about how, um, when there are moments for you to stand up for, yeah, for you try and take them in a in a in a sense, right? Moments to stand up for your, like your community in terms of like the female dance community. Yeah, like it's it's it's, it's one of those things that it's also um, acknowledging my reality of a cisgender straight male, mostly straight. But mostly straight. Uh, um, uh, that's another. That's another kind of worms. Uh, um, it's it's like it's not it's not my place. I don't think it is my place to speak right. for women. No. I think that the right way of doing is giving space for yes. women to speak about right. what they what their experiences are, and acknowledge the things that are pretty clear uh, uh, like male privilege is a thing and in this community as well uh, and yeah like every, like every time every time I'm I'm in a like in an audition or in a panel uh, auditioning people it's like women are good like all, like all of them I'm like man the competition <laughs> is you know? so stiff yeah yeah and then the man is like mm, you know, it's uh, okay. It's okay. You yeah, know. but he's the only one, and we want a male dancer. And we need yeah. a male dancer. Uh, and and that's also why, like, I, I I'm I'm very, I'm very picky, and it's really hard for me to uh, work with men. It's easier for me to work with women uh, because just women are better. <laughs> in, in general, in general, it's not it's not always true. Of course, it's not always true. There are fantastic, really hardworking dancers, mm-hmm. uh, but all the fantastic, really hardworking dancers are booked, are taken, right. are working, uh, right. and, big you know, contracts. big contracts. Yeah. And mm-hmm. You have to leave, babe. So yeah, I have to leave, yes. Thank you so much for sitting down with us. Thank you again, moment. Yeah, yeah. really nice. your schedule. Love you really both. Appreciate you guys it. are amazing. So. You're amazing. We're so excited to see you. Thank you guys for listening. Um, If you like this episode and you want to hear more, go check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those things. Thanks, y'all. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you.